Welcome to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo, and today we are here with Adam Cohen, Tax Manager with Jack Lauderman CPA. Today we're talking retirement and tax implications that go along with retirement. I haven't saved any money for retirement. What do I do? What are some catch-up contributions? I'm newly retired. When should I start taking distributions? Should I convert my 401k to an IRA? So many questions. Let's get into it right now with Adam Cohen. Tis the season. It's March. April 15th is less than a month away. And with us today, as always, from Jack Lauderman CPA PC is... Adam Cohen, tax manager with Jack Larderman CPA PC. And uh, when I go back and I edit the video, you won't even notice what what just took place. I'll take your word for it. There you go. Hey, today we are talking about something that's that's near and dear to my heart because, you know, uh, not only do I have a little gray in the beard, but um, it's it's we're getting close. We're talking retirement. My friends are retiring, and so when when you told me that that today's topic is retirement, it's like okay, I got to listen because um, it's almost my time. So let's first start off. All right, me, I'm self-employed. Sure, I make a fairly decent living at it, but i I haven't saved anything for retirement. Uh, what do I do? Oh, well, you're the classic case. <laughs> We have a, a friend who's a financial advisor, and he calls them Henry's, high earner, no retirement. Huh. And there's methods for dealing with it, obviously. Uh, if you are self-employed, that's great. That means you've got way more uh, options than somebody who's an employee. You can start up one of many different kinds of retirement plans, uh, depending upon how you're structured and how many employees you have and what your ultimate goal is and how much money you make. But you can save anywhere from on the low end, you know, $7,000 a year to the high end, three, four or $500,000 a year, depending upon what you're trying to accomplish and do it tax-free, which is the, the whole goal. And I'm a firm believer, Steve, I know you are too, that it's important to have a good financial advisor on your side. When it comes to what to invest in and how to invest that money, that's not my role. My role is to figure out how can we save you more taxes so that you can put more money away for your benefit. Right. And that, you know, that can be done in, in any, any number of vehicles, but the most common is, you know, an IRA. But in your situation, self-employed, I'd say, well, Number one, how much do you want to save and how much do you need to retire on? And maybe that's a conversation you have with your financial advisor. And the next one would be, all right, given those those numbers, can we set you up in a a SEP IRA? Or can we set you up in a solo 401k? Or better yet, can we set you up in a combo plan, like a defined benefit plan, which is a pension with a 401k? And then you can save something like, $350,000 $350,000 a year until you're ready to retire. Okay. And, and, and so that would be a, a way of catching up that, that, all right. So from age 20 or age 30, I haven't been making regular contributions. And so I do need to, to, to catch up, to make sure. up for lost time. Uh, what are some catch up contributions? Well, so the, the term of art, Catch-up contribution has a has a defined meaning by the IRS. You've got 
uh, a normal amount you can contribute each year. But when you reach age 50, there's an additional amount, that catch-up contribution, that you can go above and beyond the maximum contribution. So the example for most people is, <laughs> I've got a 401k through my company, and I'm going to contribute the max this year. So 22000 uh, 500, I think is what we're at now. And, but I've reached age 50 last year. So I'm, I'm going to be on going on 51 this year. I want to add an additional $6,500. Actually now it's $7,000 a year on top of what I would normally be able to maximum contribute. Now I'm going to get an additional amount and it's going to be an additional deferral into that 401k or, or whatever retirement plan it might be. Same goes for IRAs, same goes for SEP IRAs. You can do the same. Okay. All right. So I have some friends that have recently retired. And when when should they expect to start taking the required minimum distributions? That's a moving target. Yeah. How old are they? <laughs> uh, 72 would be it now, but uh, before it was 70 and a half and they've, you know, they moved the target. So as far as when, it would really depend upon uh, what assets do they have uh, by the, and then what age are they at. And if they get to what is 72 now or what the retired minimum distribution age is now, they can always move the money out of the vehicles that are, if they don't want to take the money, let's say they don't need it, mm-hmm. we can roll it into something else or you can buy into something like a uh, index universal life policy or something like that. So even if someone retires, say at age 60, yeah, they don't have to start taking distribution till 72, 75, that, that money can still sit there pending that, that they have the, the assets to, to live on. Correct. You can. Yeah, exactly. And, and the other thing that, that undoubtedly happens to a lot of people is they retire, but they don't necessarily, or they change jobs even, they don't take their 401k with them. They leave it there. And my advice would be to consult with your financial advisor, roll those funds over into an IRA, perhaps even a Roth IRA, depending upon what's going on in your life. And then uh, that way your company is not at the, dis- you know, it's not their discretion as to what happens to those funds. It goes over into something you and your financial advisor control. All right. So convert the 401k to an IRA. Sure. When... When you when you retire or when you leave the company, yes, yeah, okay. Should I use should I use my IRA to buy an annuity or other life insurance product? Maybe, maybe it depends. That's a good question to have with the financial your financial advisor, but it really comes down to what's your level of risk tolerance and what are your goals. And so it could very well be that you need principal protection and you're not willing to have any kind of downside risk. And so you're going to buy into something like an annuity. It very well could make sense, especially if you're afraid the tax rates are going to go up, in which case you'd rather pay those taxes now as opposed to paying them later. That's, okay. the, that's it, the thought process. So that's that's part of the annuity is paying the tax no, not the not necessarily. What what we're talking about in that situation is if you're if you're converting from a four hundred one k into a Roth IRA, or if you're taking your IRA and you're distributing a portion of it out to buy either an annuity or life policy, when you pull that money out, nine times out of ten, you're paying tax on it. Then at that point, instead of paying it down the road through required minimum distributions, 
All right. And and back to IRAs, you get the traditional IRA, you also have Roth IRA, and I believe one, they both have to do with taxes. One they is do. pay me now, one is pay me later. Right. Correct. Uh, okay. And, Can you explain which is yeah, which? Yeah. You, you're on the right track. So we've got a traditional IRA and the way that works is it's presumed to be uh, a, a post-tax or excuse me, a pre-tax, almost screwed that up, pre-tax retirement account. And the way that works is if you are under certain income thresholds, you can deduct your contributions from your taxes and you don't pay tax on it now. The other side of that coin is the Roth, where it's post-tax. In other words, you don't get any kind of tax benefit for contributing. There's different income limitations. But the point of that is it may make sense to do one or the other, depending upon what your situation is. Because you may be in a 401k with your job where you're already getting the benefit of the tax deferral, but you may want to also contribute into your IRA. And you may not get a tax benefit right right away, but it makes sense to get that accumulation. All right. And a financial advisor will help you figure that out. Yeah. Again, my role is just to figure out how to reduce your taxes with it. Yeah. Then give it to your financial advisor and let them make you money. That's what they do. Exactly. All right. If anyone had uh, questions about planning for retirement, uh, especially how planning uh, and and tax related, uh, if someone wanted to reach out to Adam Cohen, how do they get a hold of you? You call anybody here at the firm. We're at 817-231-0666. Again, 231-0666. Or you can find us online. We're at dfwtaxteam.com. That's Adam Cohen, tax manager to the stars. I just, I, I, that's your new title, tax manager to the stars. I appreciate that. And um, next week, oh, what are we doing next week? We are talking about trusts next week. Yes. So looking forward I'm to excited that. about that one. Big plans for the weekend? Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> because it's taxes. Because I'll be here. I'll be here working <laughs> until right. the 18th is over. Well, I'll let you get back to work. All right. And we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.